Hello and welcome back to another edition of Bat Books for Beginners. My name is Nick and this is the section where I guide you through an old Batman story or trade paperback. I've been working my way through from Batman's start to his end. Uh, we've just had the massive saga of Nightfall and today I'm going to be looking at a book called Batman Prodigal. Now this was first released in 1994. Like the Nightfall series we've been going over recently, it's written by several artists in a big sort of in a big crossover event. So we had writers like Doug Monk, Alan Grant, and Chuck Dixon, and art by people like Brett Blevins, Lee Weeks, and Phil Jimenez. And the story covers 12 issues. Um, it's also available in one book. Um, and now since Nightfall, Bruce is back but he's not ready to be the Dark Knight again, so it's time for his original partner, Dick Grayson, to step up and take the mantle. I'm afraid you're going to have to practice more diligently, Dick. You're just not making any progress with Chopin. Gee whiz, Aunt Harriet. What's so important about Chopin? All music is important, Dick. It's the universal language. One of our best hopes for the eventual realization of the Brotherhood of Man. Gosh, Bruce, yes. You're right. I'll practice harder from now on. <clears throat> your, uh, your snack, Master Dick. Oh, thank you, Alfred. So we start with Bruce, Dick, and Tim in the Batcave. Bruce tells Dick that he needs him to step in as Batman for a while because he needs to leave town and take care of some things. Dick asks if Bruce is sure and Bruce tells him that he is. Dick does seem a little bit nervous. Killer Croc arrives back in Gotham City, eager to get revenge on Bane for breaking his arm. On top of the police headquarters, Dick and Tim meet with Commissioner Gordon as Batman and Robin. He gives them a file for a crime involving an aquatic predator with bite marks that don't match any known animal. He then goes on to ask which Batman that he's talking to. They quickly leave. Dick and Tim figure out where Croc will be next and race to reach Croc in the speedboat, stopping his devilish plans. At police headquarters, Commissioner Gordon and Sarah Essen are talking. Gordon's worried because there's now a third Batman and he doesn't know who he can trust. Back at the Batcave, Tim praises Dick for a good job on his first case as Batman. Dick becomes worried because he thinks he's bitten off more than he can chew. Next, Arnold Wesker, the ventriloquist, and his dummy Scarface surface and plan to take over the gang that was once theirs. Uh, with paperwork and records being a mess since the destruction of Arkham, uh, many of its inmates have been put into Blackgate Prison. Harvey Kent is released from custody, but Harvey Dent takes his place due to an administrative error and walks free. Batman and Robin go after the ventriloquist after hearing 20 junkies have died from bad heroin and they take Wesker down. Batman and Robin then learn of Harvey Dent's accidental release from prison as well as the escape of the rat catcher. Feeling Harvey has not had enough time to hatch a scheme, Batman chooses to focus all his attention on the rat catcher trying to stay one step ahead of him. Dick eventually tracks down the character and stops his mischievous scheme. Meanwhile, Robin's father, Jack Drake, attempts to spend more quality time with his son. Two-Face makes the first strike in his grand scheme by killing a gathering of lawyers. His scheme is revealed to be an attempt to clog Gotham's legal system, which will leave the rest of the city open and unprepared for further strikes. Batman and Robin are made aware of Two-Face's actions and prepare to confront him, which causes Dick to become self-conscious. 
hoping not to repeat the mistake of his past. We learn that Dick Grayson in his first mission as Robin made a few mistakes against Two-Face and this seems to be something he's never ever gotten over. Dick takes on Two-Face who has captured Harvey Kent and Robin. Dick manages to outsmart Dent and save the day. He's happy with his, his achievement but knows he's going to have to give up being Batman soon when Bruce returns. Fresh off the capture of Two-Face, Grayson is tasked with several other challenges. Firstly, tackling a risky gang situation developing in Gotham. Secondly, the return of the Tally Man, who was defeated by Jean-Paul Valli as Batman. And finally, a mysterious assassin taking out gangsters who Dick wrongly assumes is Jean-Paul returned as Azrael, but is in fact someone else called Steel Jacket. Tim confronts Steel Jacket, the new vigilante in Gotham, while Dick confronts a newly returned Bruce Wayne. As Tim fights a losing battle, T Dick lets loose years of pent-up aggression on his mentor. Feeling hurt for being passed over when the mantle was given to Jean-Paul, Bruce reveals that he did not choose Dick out of concern for his welfare, as Dick was going through a tough time. The two patch up, and Tim does take down Steel Jacket. Tim returns to the Batcave to find Dick in his Nightwing costume and Bruce back in the mantle of Batman, promising changes to come. Things do seem to be back to normal. You don't know him like I do. He manipulates, pulls strings, anything to get what he wants. I thought we had the same goals. Things change. I changed. The game's over, Batman. So to start off with in review, I really did enjoy this book. Um, we get to spend some great quality time and there's some really good characterization of Dick Grayson and Tim Drake. We've seen a lot of Bruce in the last few in the last few books, simply due to the focus being on him. So it was nice for him to take a step back and focus on his proteges. Uh, so not only did we get a really good look at those two, but also some of the villains that turned up in this were maybe not your classic villains but fairly well known ones but a slightly darker take on those characters uh, Killer Croc I thought was incredibly brutal and savage I thought Scarface was portrayed as a drug dealer here and he was preying on the weak people I think it's the darkest I've ever seen that character giving out bad drugs to people was, I think it's one of the best Two-Face stories I've actually read I think it's fascinating that Due to some bad paperwork or admin, he walks free. The Gotham judicial system, it must be said, is really, really bad. If that sort of character can just wander off. And the whole idea of whether that, that small error is fate or destiny, I think Two-Face was really interesting. And also the fact he preyed on Dick Grayson's um, fear of that mistake he made when he was first Robin, which was brought up, and I thought that was applied really well to this story to Dick to add some e extra layers to him um, there's also some mentions of Alfred who is of course missing he's decided to retire and there's definitely an Alfred shaped hole in these books he does make a big difference when he's not around the art I thought was excellent um, there are a few different styles as we jump from artist to artist sometimes it does feel a bit like year one sometimes it feels a bit like Batman Forever but I always enjoyed it. May not have been the most consistent, but nothing bad about it. Really, really liked it. Um, it was good to be reminded about Tim Drake's dad, who has, of course, returned. He's back to normal, um, trying to spend some time with Tim. And we do forget that, you know, Tim does still have a family, unlike uh, Dick and Bruce. So that is an interesting difference to his character. How much longer that will last, 
Uh, we'll have to wait and see. Um, focusing on Dick again, the idea of him being worried and nervous of taking over as Batman was really understandable. The idea of just being Batman seems to have shaken him a little bit. Uh, but I really still don't like his mullet haircut. And so, I mean, we have seen Dick as Batman in the most recent, well, in some recent comics before the New 52. And I thought this was a much more interesting take on it when he did it for the first time. And I think he did learn this time around. It's not something that is really for him. I think he needs his own identity. I think Nightwing gives him that purpose. And um, I think that's really where he should stay. And he's certainly a very different type of Batman maybe not one that would work quite as effectively. We also had the first mention of Troika. Now this is something that will be coming up in the next story I do, some sort of shadowy organisation, but I like the fact that the seeds were being planted here for the next story. Uh, one failure I thought was perhaps the Tallyman returned as a villain. He's really not an interesting character. He first turned up in Nightfall. I thought he he's a complete failure of the character. He's not interesting or engaging. I hope he does not return again. So my questions are, where has Bruce been? Where has he been? Perhaps he's gone after Alfred? I don't know. I hope that does get addressed, because it does seem odd that he would just disappear at quite a pivotal moment. All the moments with Commissioner Gordon were really insightful. He cannot trust who he's dealing with at the moment. This is the third person to dress up as Batman, and he doesn't know what's going on. And I guess he just misses his friend and, and misses that trust, and whether he should be continuing to uh, work with them thought that was all very interesting and Gordon is going through some very tough times at the moment and the f and finally the big emotional chat with Dick and Bruce in the final issue in the Batcave which uh, really did answer some of my questions I've had since the start of Nightfall like why was Jean-Paul picked over Dick Grayson I thought it was all very well dealt with and I credit the writers for that so all in all I thought this was a really strong story with only a couple of negatives um, would really recommend it for anyone uh, following on from Nightfall. So it's four and a half out of five Batarangs for me. So that was my review, and just before I send you back to Dustin and the guys, let me tell you what I'm doing next. As I mentioned in the review, it's going to be the story called Batman Troika. So Bruce is finally back to business, and he's set upon by this shadowy organisation. So who are Troika? I don't know yet, but whoever they are, they do have a plot to nuke Gotham City with a device the size and shape of a baseball. So that's all in the next story, Batman Troika. Be sure to pick it up before the next podcast. And I will see you then. We must move forward. And while others will come to accept that his crusade has come to an end. For Dick Grayson. It begins again.